Bryce Duskett on the Rural Radio Network, and it is time for our weekly Chat with the Chancellor segment. This week, we're joined by the brand new Chancellor of the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. His name is Dr. Rodney Bennett. Chancellor Bennett, thank you for being here today. Congratulations on this new role. Bryce, thank you so much for having me. I've been looking forward to the time with you today and looking forward to getting across the state, not just next week, but over the years to come to develop uh, relationships with very important members of the state of Nebraska and certainly great alumni, donors and supporters of our fine institution, all towards the efforts of uh, exceeding the goals and expectations that we have for public higher education. I'm curious what those goals and expectations are as well as your travels next week. We'll dive into both those topics coming up here in a little bit as we have uh, time with you on our Chat with the Chancellor program. But first, I guess I want to introduce, have you introduce yourself to our listeners today, a little bit more about your background. I understand most recently spent time at uh, the University of Southern Mississippi. Walk me through your career up sure. to this point. Sure, sure. Well, I was born in Knoxville, Tennessee, and had the good fortune of working in Tennessee for a number of years. I left Tennessee and went over to Rock Hill, South Carolina, and spent a good number of years there before leaving South Carolina for Athens, Georgia at the University of Georgia, where we served for just under 13 years, left the University of Georgia uh, and went to the University of Southern Mississippi, where I was the Institutional Executive Officer President for just shy of 10 years, and then left the University of Southern Mississippi to come to the University of Nebraska-Lincoln just earlier this month. So have not even completed the first full 30 days. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But but we can already tell that... um, This is such a good fit for me. There's so many similarities between the state of Nebraska and the state of Mississippi uh, and the the Deep South where I have spent a significant amount of my time. I think the values that we share and the commitment to helping young people grow and develop and be engaged citizens of the state and of our country are really in alignment with who I am and who my family is and the things that we believe in. So I just feel like it's uh, sort of a seamless transition from Mississippi here. I know that there's significant opportunity here. I know that Nebraskans have high expectations for their public uh, flagship land-grant institution. I share those, uh, and so I look forward to really spending the next however many years you all will have me uh, sort of leading the charge and leading the efforts in that regard. Did you always want to work in academics? Actually, I did not. My undergraduate... uh, training is really in mass communication. So I always thought that I would be a producer of documentary films, to be honest with you. And by chance, uh, after church one Sunday, a friend of mine asked if I would fill in while she was waiting on a staff member to arrive. And uh, 30 years later, I guess I'm still filling in. <laughs> but but I, but I think what really speaks to me is uh, the opportunity to be at the forefront of helping young people identify their goals and uh, the impact that they want to have with their life on their community and their state and the people around them. And so I'm really interested in authentically meeting students and people where they are and then helping them on that that particular journey. I want to back up a little bit, uh, I suppose, through the uh, application process, make it known that you're interested in this position. You, you talked about your time in the Deep South, Nebraska. I'm sure a bit of a transition. Uh, you mentioned you've seen some similarities, though. 
why throw your, your name in the, in the hat of sorts to, to make yourself known as, as someone interested in this position? Why University of Nebraska-Lincoln? Yeah, yeah. I, I think there were a couple of things that really led to that decision. Uh, top among the list was the opportunity to be in charge of the state, to be in charge of public higher education from a mandate of a flagship and a land grant, and to know that what we do here in Lincoln uh, has a direct impact on what public higher education across the state is going to look like. Um, I think that was probably it for me. I don't say that from a prideful, narcissistic place, but I like the idea of being in charge. <laughs> I like the idea of helping to set the expectation and the standard and then to work across uh, constituent groups to make sure that what we're doing are the things that we need to do for students and their families but also to be responsive to what the market is saying that they are needing from graduates that we uh, are producing. Uh, and so I just think that for, with my personality and my commitment to our, to our students and to our stakeholders, being the guy at the top of the pyramid and being able to direct that uh, was really something that was appealing to me. I also felt like that Nebraska values and the values of the institution and the focus of the institution in terms of really being the best institution that it could be for the people of the state, uh, really spoke to me. You know, I, I've grown up in a place where and believe that uh, politics are always local, <laughs> uh, and I and I feel like the university, while we have an international reach and expectation, I've always approached my work from the standpoint of making sure that we are taking care of our primary stakeholders. And our primary stakeholders are the taxpayers of the state. And so when I think about programming, when I think about commitment, when I think about the things that are, are important, I always want to make sure that those are aligned with people who are right here in the college town, but also people who are across the state who are depending on us for academic programs, for research, for economic development, to produce a workforce, to think about all the things that helped them to be successful. And I think that that just sort of what led me to identify the University of Nebraska-Lincoln as the place for me. I had applied for several positions during this hiring season, as it were, and had done really well, was finalist in many positions. So I had options. I, I don't want to admit that, you know, th that this was the only thing that I had to choose from, but it was the one that just sort of aligned most closely with who I am and what my values represent, and I felt like it would just be a seamless match. You went through a 30-day vetting process. I think that was June. What did you was. learn about Nebraska that you didn't know before? <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let me go back just to that 30-day vetting process. I, I would hope that your listeners would never <laughs> have to go through a 30-day <laughs> process of, of vetting. <laughs> it was grueling, to say the least, Uh Oh my gosh, it was just, it was a very painful marathon. Uh, it was a marathon and very painful. But on the backside of that, I have a deep appreciation for it because I think that everyone that was interested had an opportunity to see me and hear from me and, and meet me and get a sense of what I represent. And then I was able to meet groups of people. I think the record shows that I met upwards of about 1,500 to 2,000 people during that five day period that I was on campus. And I think that it really exposed me to people who otherwise I may not have ever uh, had an opportunity to, to come in contact with. So, you know, tongue in cheek, I say it was uh, something I hope to never do again, but I'm, I'm really glad that I did it. And I, I think that there was a lot of value uh, 
uh, for me and for our stakeholders to get to see me uh, in, in that process. Uh, more specifically, to answer your question of what I've learned from that 30-day period, uh, is that there is a deep love and appreciation and commitment to the state of Nebraska uh, and to this institution. And I think that Nebraskans ought to be very proud of that fact. Uh, there are many, many states that I have been affiliated with whose citizens do not sort of have that sense of commitment and resolve for the institution. I think that, that many places uh, sort of ebb and flow with how well the athletic programs are doing, how well the school is performing, what the national rankings say about the school, how much private giving uh, is being collected each year. And what I learned through that process is that Nebraskans are committed to this institution come what may, that there's a genuineness here, there's a, there's a sense of pride, there's a sense of we have an opportunity to be the leader and we should take those opportunities to be the leader, uh, that there's a sense of uh, courageousness uh, and risk-taking and forward-thinking. And those are things that uh, certainly I, I suspected about Nebraska. You know, Nebraska, as I have said many times, and continue to believe is that Nebraska is one of our country's most important institutions. And there are many areas to which we could point to that demonstrate that. And I think that people across the state really have a deep appreciation and embrace the fact that we really are one of our country's most important institutions. Before I let you go and get you out of here, this past week you came out with an announcement. We've got the big volleyball day coming up in August, and you canceled in-person classes because of it, right? Right. right. Well, and I think that's a great distinction that we did not cancel school. <laughs> uh, I, I, There's no so, more cancellation so, <laughs> of, like, the snow day. That's anymore. right. That's right. Someone in the hay market said to me, hey, Chancellor, thank you for canceling school. And I thought, no, 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 no. We did not cancel school. Well, I want to make sure that our your listeners all across the state realize that we did not. I did not cancel school. We are we are moving uh, classes and academic instruction on that day to an online format. Uh, and one of the things that we learned during the horrible period of COVID was that uh, there are a lot of things that we can do using the technology and the equipment that we have. And so on that great day of volleyball in Nebraska. We're going to go to that format so that academic instruction is able to continue. Should be a lot of fun. I don't think the students would mind if classes were 100% <laughs> canceled, but as you mentioned, that is the way of, of how we go in the future. That is the voice of the new chancellor of the University of Nebraska, Lincoln, Dr. Rondi Bennett, our guest this week on the Chat with the Chancellor program. Here on the Rural Radio Network, I'm Bryce Duskett reporting.